And welcome to Comic Talkers for Comics. It's always the top of our discussion. My name is Brandon. And I'm William. And today we start a brand new month with Young Avengers. Um, this is um, in accordance with Kamala Khan. As we feel that where the MCU is going right now, they are going to lead to a Young Avengers team in the near future. Um, just to give you guys a little bit of background on Young Avengers before we start, um, Young Avengers actually follows an event called Avengers Disassembled, which we've discussed a big storyline from that right after that happens called House of M. This is kind of in between. Um, Young Avengers, um, the original team started off with four members, which was um, Patriot, Hulkling, Wiccan, and Iron Lad which then grows to a bigger team without Iron Lad, which then consists of Stature, Kate Bishop, which everybody knows from the Hawkeye show, played by Seinfeld, and Jonas Vision, pretty much. Um, now, granted, in the MCU so far, we have been introduced to um, Elliot, or Patriot, and Falcon and Winter Soldier. We've, of course, been introduced to Kate Bishop. We've been introduced to Stature since the beginning of Ant-Man all started in the movies because she is Ant-Man's daughter, Cassie Lang. Um, and of course, we've been introduced to Billy and Tommy on WandaVision, which end up being Wiccan and Speed. Um, nothing with Hulkling yet. Vision, we have seen, you know, Willie, what's your take on the Young Avengers before we really get into our topic for today? I honestly enjoy them because like in the comics, I enjoy them because it's it's able to tap into different aspects of the heroes and kind of work in newer characters, new younger characters. Um, how they may possibly be doing that in the MCU, if they do it at all. Uh, kind of confusing and I'm kind of curious to see where they're going with it, but I mean, just showing us the random characters here and there uh it is pretty interesting some of which i'm kind of wondering if they're going to include them in the young avengers at all because like we said uh, uh what's her name something lang i'm um, cassie cassie lang i mean we've already seen that in the mcu she's an adult now um and went through many actresses now, including a new actress that's coming in to play her older self. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, and then we also have, uh, uh, I forget her name, Kate but she was, well, we have Kate Bishop, but I mean, there's no issues with that. It was, uh, in Malachi. the new Loki series. No, oh, no. in the new Loki series, oh. not kid Loki. It was the Sylvie Sylvie. Yeah, but Kid Loki is part of the Young Avengers at points in time. So Yeah, well, Sylvie is too, well, which is kind of confusing. But yeah, so well, we're going to start this month off is actually I'm going to allow my partner to discuss. Um, Willie, take the wheel. What are we discussing today? Well, today we decided to go over uh, our personal picks for our top five Young Avengers storylines. So these are storylines that either revolve primarily around Young Avengers or uh, Avenger series that were primarily starring the Avengers, uh, the Young Avengers. So uh, yeah, those, those are going to be our personal picks. 
Yeah. So like Willie said, we can have tie-ins, we can have different stories like that. I know my list consists of a couple tie-ins. Um, just because I think the majority of my stories are all focused around like the same run. <laughs> so I'm going to allow my partner to take the wheel first. Will, what is your number five pick? So for my number five, it's actually kind of an interesting choice because it's not like an actual long running thing. It was a very short run and it was more like just showing like kind of like showing backgrounds of characters for this new uh, this new run of Young Avengers that has been getting popular in comics in the last couple of years. And my number five was Young Avengers Presents. Oh, okay. All right. So what was it? Tell some fans about what this series is or what its main purpose was. So Young Avengers Presents was kind of like a short mini stories. It was a collection of mini stories going into the backgrounds of specific characters that are now part of the current Young Avengers team, which was uh, Patriot, uh, Kate Bishop's Hawkeye, uh, Hulkling, Wiccan, and uh, Wiccan and Speed. Yeah. And then also uh, <laughs> Vision. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, apparently Vision was part of Young Avengers. I, I wasn't aware of that. Yeah, they it, it started off with like a young version of Vision, but then later on it turned to like Viz and but she was the one that created the um champions and then there was jonas which was his son um and you get that through tom king's run if i'm not mistaken um tom king's run on the visions so thank you tom king for introducing (laughs) jonas um go right ahead will go what was it go ahead and continue on yeah so i actually forgot to look up who was the writer for this uh collection uh but it's a it is a pretty interesting collection of stories um let's see who was it done by i think there was a couple authors on it if i'm not mistaken but yeah um but anyway yeah i just thought it was an interesting collection of stories and it's it's like it's not like a full run story of uh of the young avengers to see the adventures they go on it's just kind of like a little bit of a back a little bit of background on where they start what's going through their mind in particular i kind of like the one about hulkling because they show him interacting with captain marvel uh, the original captain marvel and just confronting him about him being his dad mm-hmm. And I, I just I just think it's a pretty interesting little connection of stories to see like where they're coming from. Yeah, so just to answer your question, well, it looks like there's a few authors just depending on the character. Um, like Ed Brubaker was on it, which is a pretty big name. Um, Brian Reed, Paul Cornell, and Matt Fraction. Um, mm. Just to name a few of them that wrote it. Um, illustrated it was Ponko Medina, um, Harvey to Loboa, Mark Brooks, and Alan Davis. So thank you. 
There you go. I was looking it up because I was wondering too, because I know I figured I, I used to collect these two and that's why I always thought too, is there was always different writers just depending on who, you know, what the character was or who yeah. the character was. So, but no, great pick. Well, to start things off, it that was one on my honorable mentions. So you saved me a little bit of breathing room. I might not have to talk about it as much. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, so... I'll, I'll jump to my number five. Um, I know this is going to be kind of sour for a lot of young Avengers fans, especially in the comics, but it just was not a run that I really like. I liked it, but not as much as others did. Um, but it's called Young Avengers Might Drop at the Edge of Time and Space. Um, try saying that five times fast, by the way. Um, <laughs> that is a long title. Um, written, I believe um, it was it was Gillen's last or ending for the Young Avengers. It was his last run. Um, pretty much Hulkling is captured just to kind of give you guys a little synopsis. Actually, I'll, I'll give you a synopsis according to Amazon. Um, yes, go buy it, please. Because, yeah, it, um, Amazon does have good descriptions. Um, here's the description of the synopsis. They say you can never go home for the Young Avengers. That's not true. They can go home. It's just that if they do, the universe may end. Better not go home then, eh? The team takes on the gig to save reality, but it's Kate Bishop an enemy in waiting. Is this the last we see of the lovable, strangeable Kid Loki? Are rhetorical questions a chief device when writing solicits? All the answers will be revealed here, except the last one, which you'll have to find out or work out yourselves. This is a five issue run. Um, main story is Hulkling is captured by a character by the name of Mother. And pretty much the team tries to save him in the process of not destroying the universe. Um, this is a good story for the fact that it is great character development for all the characters on the team. Um, but unfortunately not every character's um, story ends well or ends on good terms. Um, I'm not going to spoil it. I don't want to go too much into it. Um, one, some of the main characters of this team, I believe it's um, Wiccan, American Chavez, um, Kate Bishop, Prodigy, Hulkling, and if I'm not mistaken, it's um, Speed. But I can't, don't, don't take my word by that. I, it's been a long time since I've read it. Um, but it, it, it's still good read. This is one of the stories that could I read it all the time? No. But is it something worth reading? Yes. And probably people are sitting here again. Why are you putting this on your list if you feel that this isn't your favorite? Now, again, I'm going to say it again. I know Willie knows this just as much as anybody else that's close to me. I prefer DC Comics. I'm, I get into Marvel Comics, but only into certain characters. Young Avengers was one for a while I was into, and then it kind of fell off for me. And that's where I just ended it. And, but this was one of the stories I do remember. I enjoyed it, but it's not like a read. I go back and read over and over and over again. Not like my number one. So uh, Mike Drop at the Edge of Time and Space made my number five. Um, let's jump to our number four. Will, what is your number four? All right, so this is going to be the portion where the rest of my comics all fall into the same uh, fall into the same collection because they were all written by Alan Heinberg, 
I believe. Um, so my number four was uh, Young Avengers Family Matters. Okay, I'll I'll join in that conversation because that I be- is my number three. Ah. So that's my number three. Um, so Willie, tell us a little bit about Family Matters. So Family Matters, uh, it's kind of it takes place right after the first uh, the first issues where you're introduced to the main uh, members of the Young Avengers. And right after the introduction of Kate Bishop, uh, Family Matters is kind of like, in, in the way I see it, it's kind of like a reflection story where uh, the Young Avengers are trying to understand their positions in the Young Avengers and uh, trying to cope with uh, how their families may interpret their interactions and like understanding of them being superheroes. And you have uh, the rest of the Avengers trying to figure out a way to prevent them from being the Young Avengers so they get the idea of confronting their parents and letting them know what they're, uh, what they're up to, while all at the same time, actually, which is kind of interesting, the Young Avengers are trying to f- figure out whether they just want to go ahead and tell their families that they're like forming the young avengers that they're part of this team so it's just kind of an interesting way to see how everyone else like how they all interpret it how they all feel about it right i think uh patriots uh grandparents interaction was kind of my favorite just because he already understands the backstory of his grandfather and what he did and what he went through so just seeing how he felt about it was kind of kind of an emotionally uplifting right what was it it's 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 funny because when i was when i went back and was reading my notes and i also got the notes from you know like i got my synopsis from amazon this was probably one of my favorite ones where he they say the newly reconfigured young avengers prepares to make their public debut but first they have to face a threat more powerful than king the conqueror more dangerous than mr hyde and more cunning than the masters of evil their parents it was just like one of those like, <laughs> like it's like yeah the you, greatest foes of all well it's like captain america it's like in what was it, in the first six issues um what was it um sidekicks it's like i'm gonna tell your parents and it's like <laughs> you know? it, it, it it's, it's a really good story the fact that you even get their kind of their origin and how they met and yeah interesting story um one of the other things I really liked about this is a familiar looking teenage superhero comes into their lives and that might be able to help uncover Wiccan's um, heritage or parent mm-hmm. and um, secret origin. What's that character? If I'm not mistaken, it's been a while since I've read it, is Speed. And yeah. Speed is his twin brother. Um, not only that, Hulkling tries to discover the exact nature of the oldest and most powerful alien races in the Marvel Universe. These are kind of more like side stories for them all. And it's it's more character development for each character to develop to be a better team. I like this series. It's a six-issue run um, for this. Um, it's pretty accessible. You could probably get these, not in a dollar bin, but you could get these fairly cheap. It, it's not hard to find these. And on top of it, you can if you don't want to buy the issues, you want to just buy the trade paperback. 
pretty simple to get. Um, but no, Willie, you you took my words out of my mouth out of that. Um, I kind of was just going off some of the notes I had too. But yeah, that it's a it's a really good story. It's really understandable. Um, again, another you know lesson for kids: don't be stupid and try to be heroes. Sometimes it doesn't lead you to good things. And then you have to come to the fact of how I'm going to tell my mom or how I'm going to tell my dad or both. You know, it's yeah. those fun stories to read and enjoy. Um, but no, so that was your number four and my number three. So the real question is, did you, is my number four, your number three is the real question. Possibly. Okay. Um, so this is my first tie-in. This is a big event that we've also covered here on the podcast or minorly covered. Um, big event in Marvel Comics called Civil War. I went with the Runaways and Young Avengers tie to Civil War. Um, Willie, is that your number three or even on your list? No, it's not. Okay. How it was you? tempting. I was tempted to put that in my honorable mentions, but I figured, well, I mean, it's a good one. I'm pretty sure you're going to have it on your list somewhere. <laughs> you know, like, I'll admit right now, there are not a lot of good tie-ins to Civil War. Civil War had a lot of terrible tie-ins. It wasn't even funny. It, it was worse more than it was good. Um, like, I remember getting Punisher's tie-in think, oh, this is going to be good. And it was probably one of the worst books I ever read. It was just like, what is this? Like, I, the only ones I like, I liked Frontline, um, which is like more of the news reporters out on the front lines of it, because you kind of got their view of it, which was kind of nice and different. Um, but I also like Young Avengers and Runaways because you don't get that a lot. Hulkling did play a big role in it. He was the spy for Cap in the comics. Um, he was the one that disguised himself as Hank Pym and then came out saying, oh, I was Team Cap all along, you know, and um, just to give you a little synopsis of it. Um, whose side are you on? At the tide of public opinion turns exorably against Marvel heroes the gears of civil war threatened to crush the young heroes known as the runaways but when the young avengers offer their assistance will the runaways believe they're on the same side the warden of the prison called the cube wants both teams taken down and he sends his most powerful weapon to do it novar the young kree known as marvel boy can the two teams put aside their differences and work together to free their captured teammates that's the synopsis according to amazon this is an entertaining arc and it's only four issues and you get a sense of this is really if i'm not mistaken the first time these two teams work together period there's a couple other tie-ins that they've worked together and um but runaways if anybody doesn't know there is a lot they're pretty much teenagers whose parents you find out are super villains and they become they have powers too and they become heroes off it to fight their parents and fight evil. Um, but this is an entertaining arc. The fact that they pretty much are going against, pretty much, if I'm not mistaken, these guys were more Cap side than they were Iron Man, if I'm not mistaken. Because I know Hulkling was, and Patriot, of course, is. But I can't remember everybody um, where they cited. But I believe most of them cited with Captain America. 
and which was weird because when you get in sidekicks the fact that cap tried to take him down and now they're siding with him and helping him it's kind of like you just try to take them down and now you're it's like yeah i'm gonna use you guys for my benefit um it's a very entertaining um story i would recommend it to anybody um but my suggestion is please read civil war first don't jump into tie-ins thinking you're gonna know it I'd rather you read the story first and then get into some of the tie-ins, um, which I had to do. And I think I enjoyed it more just because of that. Uh, but it's an entertaining arc. It really is. I really don't have words for it. Um, it it's kind of hard to explain without spoiling it. And I don't really want to spoil it. Um, but I do think with the show, The Runaways, even though that show's not on anymore, not to my knowledge, I, I would love to see them cross over a little bit where you have the Young Avengers starting to form because we've already, it's like, we know it's happening. But the question is, when is it going to happen? Because we already got Billy and Tommy. We got Isaiah Bratt, you know, we got all these guys coming in other than Hulkling has not been introduced, but I don't think that's going to last very long. I think we're going to get him in Secret Invasion. So it's just one of those, but going back to the story, um, this is a really good tie-in for Civil War. It kind of gets you out of that story, what's really happening, and gets you to a younger audience. And it really is good. It's very intriguing. Um, I recommend this story, Civil War, Young Avengers, Runaways. Um, so yeah, my number four. So we already know my number three. So Willie, we're going to jump to your number three. What is your right. number three? So for my number three, interestingly enough, it's the issue that came out just before Family Matters. Side. Uh, sidekicks. I, I have it so, on this, but I can't talk about it yet. So Yeah, I figured. You know, it's a great story. It is a really good story. And it's like, it's really cool because this is kind of the introduction for this line of... Uh, the Young Avengers, kind of the introduction to not only like where their story starts and how they're formed, but it also introduces um, Kate Bishop, which everybody knows by now is the new Hawkeye. Yeah. So it was just a really interesting way to see how they started their story, where they came from, and how they formed into a team, which was not a very easy uh, formation it's no <laughs> it, it wasn't and but um i'll say it right now it is in my top three i can't tell you where so well it only limits down to two or one yeah so, um i have a feeling i know which one yeah. but it is an entertaining story it's the fact that i'm not even going to go into it right now i'm going to wait yeah my excitement later but, uh, but yeah, it's it's definitely a highly recommended one. I'm pretty sure for both of us. And you'll probably know that later on because, I mean, should I go ahead and say this is going to be, it's going to, this is going to be our, our book club one because it is a very pivotal moment for the Young Avengers. Right. I know we talked about this one or we talked about uh, my number two, which I'll get to that later. Um, but it, it is a really good story. And that's when me and Will were just like, we need to do 
sidekicks because it's what started it all. And without that story, we wouldn't have the Young Avengers. So, you know yeah. what? We got gotta... the Young Avengers that we know and love. Yeah, exactly. So, no. Um, did you want to talk about anything else with sidekicks or did you want to just move on to your number two? Uh, I'll go ahead and move on to the number two because I think number three, I can just leave it at that because you're going to talk about it too. And then we also have our book club where we're going to talk about it more. Yes. So, so what's yeah, so my number two, um, all part of the same storyline, all by the same writer. Um, the next one is the Children's Crusade. I'm joining you right now, Children's. Crusade. That was your number two as well. Yep. Well, we know which one your number one is. Yes, exactly. Now, so <laughs> um, I mean, I'll go ahead and get the synopsis quick, and we can discuss it right then and there. Sure. sure. Yeah. So according to Amazon, I'm going to say it a lot because I like to go on Amazon and buy things. Thank you, Amazon, for being a good publisher or a good <laughs> company we can buy things from. Even a though, good source. Yeah. Well, other than for comic books. But I did get good synopsis from it. Um, twin brothers, Wicked and Speed of the Young Avengers are boys without a past. When Wicked's powers spiral out of control, the team sets out to find the one person who might be able to help the Scarlet Witch who may be the twins' mother. And Spoilers. Who, yeah. And whose <laughs> own uncontrollable powers once also destroyed, almost destroyed the Avengers and nearly wiped out the mutant race. Uh, the Young Avengers search will take them across the world and through time reunite them with friends thought lost and pit them against deadly enemies. They will find them on the run from the Avengers and, the align and aligned with the former mutant villain Magneto. The Scarlet Witch's father. And once they find the Scarlet Witch, nothing will ever be the same. This is, I will say this right now. I think this is one of the biggest events for Young Avengers. The fact that Young Avengers was the one leading the event, not the Avengers, not the X Men, Young Avengers. It is such yeah. a really good story. Willie, what's your take on it? It's just such an interesting perspective because. Am I frozen or no. can you see me still? Okay. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, no, I can. Yeah, it, it it froze a little bit on my side, but um, yeah, I think it's an interesting perspective because everybody knows the story on uh, the Avengers side, the X Men side, uh, Scarlet Witch side, but this is probably the first time we've ever seen it in the in the perspective of the kids. Like, how did they see it how did they come about it how did they discover it and it, it was just an interesting way to look at it um another thing that i thought was kind of interesting is something that not a pop not a lot of people have talked about uh recently but the fact that this does top on tap into the fact that scarlet witch also had a bit of a relationship with dr doom yeah I mean, an interesting one, but I mean, when you think about it, it is kind of an, a cool way to see how, like, through a different perspective, that could have played out. No. Obviously not the best relationship. Don't look no. at me like that, Brandon. We already know. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's not as bad as the one that made my number one worst couple list. Yeah. <laughs> If it was a top 10, that would probably be up there on my top yeah. 10. Yeah, <laughs> it's not a good relationship. But I mean, 
they did tackle it through a different perspective on this one. So we got to see a different way of seeing it. And Dr. Doom is still a big bad guy, but it's just like the way it's seen and the way they play it out in the story, it's like there's a bit more depth to the relationship in this one. So it's like a, a very different perspective than what we've seen in the past. So I, I really did enjoy it. I think this is just one of the events that, other than Civil War, that I love that it brought in characters from the Avengers and from the X-Men. And the fact that young Avengers are kind of looked at kind of like as the villain, not so much a villain, but on the run more. I actually kind of like that kind of version of it. Again, another great follow-up from House of M and Avengers Disassembled, because at this point we were thought that, I, I believe that Scarlet Witch was thought to be dead. And um, but they knew that they needed to try to find her somehow to help Wicked. And it is a really good, interesting story. The fact that this is, again, another event that brings in the whole Marvel Universe. And I know I say that a lot, but this is probably if I did events in Marvel Universe, this would be up there. I enjoy this. It's such a great story. I remember picking this up off the rack and I enjoyed it so much. The fact that they aligned themselves with Magneto of all people. Magneto, yeah. even though we talked about Magneto before, that he can really be argued if he's a villain or not. Because yeah. it's just like everybody. If, if, if we have a feeling, are we going to just sit and do nothing? Just like, or not sit and do nothing or do it in a peaceful way, which is Professor Xavier, yeah. or do we do it more in a violent way? Magneto. So it's really funny. It's it's funny now that I think about it. When it comes to uh, Magneto and Professor X, I don't remember if we've talked about this before, but it's kind of like how, not to get political, but it's kind of how centrists look at the Republican Party and the Democratic Party. They both kind of want the same thing. They just have their own different approaches to it. All right. I'll even mention you one bigger. I think when you look at somebody like Xavier and magneto you can really look at history and go mm -hmm. that's martin luther king jr and that's malcolm x yeah it's really exactly that way and it's so interesting yeah. to read it that way um i remember i i remember our our usual guest um darren soto and i have talked about that many times and the fact that he, i what was it we've talked about that a lot and it is an interesting concept when you really think about it but this is a great storyline for the fact that it just introduces a lot of characters. Again, brings back characters. Um, what was that? I can't remember the exact characters that show up. But even one of my other favorite parts of this too, um, if I'm not mistaken, they actually put them as adult selves. So like Kate Bishop is actually Hawkeye. Um, mm -hmm. Quicksilver is Speed. You know, Captain Marvel is Ted, you know, and you got it's it's captain america elijah bradley it, the first appearance um these are just great characters it, it's one of my other things that i enjoyed about the series is the fact that you kind of got that like oh yeah. these could be really who these people are you know and and, and again it's like i said it involves the marvel universe is what made it big um it, it, I can just go on and on about this series. I don't want to keep on going on because I want you guys to enjoy the book too. So um, I've learned from my partner to not give away too many spoilers. So we're good. <laughs> um, but yes, um, 
great series. I would recommend it in a heartbeat. Go read this. It is a fun story to read. Um, so without, before we go to number one, um, Willie, did you have um, any honorable mentions on your list? I did have one. Um, because you did mention the Civil War story with Runaways and the Young Avengers. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my honorable mentions was actually a similar one, but it was Secret Invasion. I that was one of my honorables. I and I enjoyed that one. I have that one and I have um Dark Reigns type. Mm. Uh, so um, but yeah, Secret Invasion was kind of an interesting one. The fact that it was. like like what was it? When we really look at Hulkling, Hulkling is a scroll. And yeah. that's when Corcus was the scrolls invaded. Um it, it's another good story. It's not just the young Avengers, it's runaways with them and it's what was it it's just a really good story i they're saying what i've been reading um about the secret invasion they might somehow adapt hulkling to be part of this show where he's thought to be it and he's really trying to help them so maybe we'll get that and then that's what forms the young avengers we never know um What's your take on Secret Invasion? Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. <laughs> well, I, I, it's perfectly fine, but it's it all, it all has to do with the same thing that we already know Secret Invasion, and this is just another interpretation of it. Mm-hmm. So I just, I that's one of the things that I like about some of these stories is that everybody knows like the main story, but like looking at it from a different light, seeing with new characters how they would approach it. Um, I just thought that was just a pretty interesting way to kind of work it along. Right. And Secret Invasion, it does tackle like a probably one of the biggest um, one of the biggest stories that uh, the Young Avengers could encounter. I mean, having to do with worldwide planetary involvement. I mean, it's it's kind of a big story. Yeah, like I consider that and Civil War two of the biggest events they were involved in at all times. And um, because like I said, Hulkling plays play a big role in the Civil War and the fact that he is capped spy. And so because scrolls, for anybody who doesn't know, can shapeshift. So they can make them look like somebody that they're not. So he still can shout, like I said before, shapeshifted into Hank Pym as Yellow Jacket. And was the one that was giving Cap all their secrets. So, um, Dark Rain too. I want to bring up um, Dark Rain was actually kind of interesting. The fact that Dark Rain is when I guess more I can say it this way: Avengers were not filled up with heroes, if that makes sense. They were villains. Norman Osborn was the leader. As Iron Patriot, Sabretooth was Wolverine. Um, Venom was Spider-Man or Eddie Brock, I think it was, or it was either Eddie Brock or Matt Gargan. I can't remember. But the main gist of it was villains were really the hero teams. And so were the Young Avengers. Young Avengers had villains as a team. And it was, I think it was um, Melter, Executioner, Enchantress, and Egghead. And pretty much they these are, of course, the villain side of it. And it takes the Young Avengers to take them down. It's just an interesting story. Um, but yeah, so Willie, let's jump to your number one. Um, what is your number one pick? Uh, so interestingly enough, 
my number one was Dark Rain. <laughs> you punk. <laughs> hey, it's a good story. <laughs> so to go a bit more into Dark Rain, um, you named off some of the characters that were part of this uh, Dark Young Adventures team. Uh, all the ones that were in this issue were uh, Big Zero, uh, which was uh, Amity Hunter. Uh, there was Egghead, Melter, Executioner, uh, Enchantress, and then Coat of Arms. So what I kind of liked about this was mainly just in the beginning, how these group of young super-powered teenagers were going out under the name of um, going out under the name of the Young Avengers. And when they actually got confronted by the actual Young Avengers, it created a bit of a conflict for everyone because the Young Avengers didn't like that people were stealing their name and trying to take matters into their own hand and like causing problems in like, like in the process. Whereas the Dark Young Avengers, the Dark Rain group, uh, they just wanted to be able to get the opportunity to do the same thing. And maybe some of them had their flaws and had their problems, but for the most part, they just wanted to help people as well. They wanted to do what was right. So it was just kind of interesting to see kind of that conflict and like the elimination process for these people that just wanted to help. So, and honestly, having it all be organized by Norman Osborn under like the false, uh, the false promise of making them a team and making them as big as the Avengers and the Young Avengers, it was just kind of a cool psychological game that was being played and to see how it all played out. Um, I really enjoyed it because there was, it was an introduction introduction for a lot of new characters and it was like a good conflict to see how once these conflicting views meshed to see how everyone would react. I, I really enjoyed it. Oh, great pick, bud. That's what I said. I couldn't put it up on my list, but it was an honorable mention because I do think it is a good read. Um, and again, like you said, the great characters that are involved in this team and they're trying to do right, but even then the young Avengers can't trust them. And, mm -hmm. you know, that's why I love Dark Reign, period. And that's one of my favorite events in Marvel is the fact that it was Norman Osborn leading this team. And it was just like, oh boy, here we go. That's what pissed me off so much in the MCU too is they bring Rhodey in as Iron Patriot. It's like, that's not Iron Patriot. That's <laughs> not him. Like, it's Norman. You gotta have Norman in there as Iron Patriot. You can't have Rhodey. Rhodey's War Machine. He'll always be Ro War Machine to me. Um, and maybe sometimes Iron Man. But even then, not yeah. Iron Man. Um, but yeah, by now, you probably already know what my number one is. It is the very first introduction to the Young Avengers. It is Sidekicks. Um, Sidekicks is, I literally bought this when it first came out, and I fell in love with it. Um, this is such a great storyline. Um, I don't want to go too much into it, um, especially with spoilers. Um, 
the main cast members. What was it to start the team off? Like I said, was Hulkling, um, Iron Lad, um, Wiccan, and um, Patriot. But just, I love their little comments about them. Like, what was it? it, it <laughs> what was it? Patriot was Lieutenant America or something like that. And he was just bossy. Um, Thor boy was Wiccan. Um, Teen Hulk was Hulkling, and um, they commented that um, Iron Man Jr. or something was technology was better than Iron Man. <laughs> it was just one of those things. Like, one of my favorite scenes in that whole story was actually the beginning, and the fact that J. Jonah Jameson is the one like who gives him that title. Like, that's why our worries we step in. We got to figure out this. And he was talking with Jessica Jones, who was Jewel or retired superhero at the time. And you just get this great story. Like we said, Willie said too, Kate Bishop comes into, I think, like issue three, issue two or issue three um, comes into the storyline. Um, Stature comes into the storyline later on. One of my favorite scenes is when they go in, um, the main villain comes into play. Um, which is King, which I'm not going to go too much into him. I want you guys to read that story to understand why he's there. Uh, but I love how like Kate Bishop goes in, steals some of their stuff and says, here, grab these uniforms and just start wearing them. We got to go to battle. And one of my favorite scenes is like, Cap's like, yeah, we got to train you guys and just locks them in a room. And like, yeah. And then Hulkling sitting there is like, oh, are we going to train? And like Patriots in there is like, dude, we're not training. They locked us in here so we couldn't participate. They're going to call our parents is what they had to do. It's just an interesting story to show that these kids are trying to do good, but the heroes don't see it that way. Like they, they do and they don't. It's one of those things like, yeah, you're doing good, but in the process of it, you're committing crimes yourself. And on top of it, you're going about it the wrong way. And, um, Still, one of my favorite scenes is when Cap finds out Patriot is Isaiah Bradley and the fact that, oh, I know your grandfather kind of thing. Like, it was a really good scene. Um, it is a good story. Um, again, another good scene was um, Stature. That was one of my other favorite scenes once you find out her powers. And it's just like, she didn't even know she could do that. And it was just like, she's yelling and yelling. All of a sudden, she's this gigantic woman and it's just like, and she, and then she finally calms down, turns back to normal. And it's, we find out it's because of um, all of um, Lang's experimentations and the pin particles. So it's a really good story. Um, great way to set things off. Um, I will admit there's a certain part of the story that does get confusing at points um but it's still a good read um i know willie and i and our guests at the time is going to be emily um which she's been a member of this or not a member but a guest to the podcast um a couple times now um we're going to do our best to explain it because i know it has gotten to a point where it's like how are we really going to explain that part but nonetheless still great read um i couldn't think of any other better choice to have up here i almost put children's crusade but I just figured you got to go with where it started at this point. And without this, we wouldn't have Young Avengers. So Young Avengers Sidekicks is my number one. Um, what was it? And 
please let us know in the comments too what your picks are. What would be your picks you would recommend to readers? Um, what was it? What would be your number ones? What books did you not like on our list? Let us know. We're, we're willing to listen. We want to hear your guys' opinions. And um, what was it? And like I said before, and I always say this at the end of podcasts, you can always find us anywhere on Instagram, Facebook, and um, TikTok at Comic Talkers. And you can listen to our podcast anywhere on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. And without further ado, my name is Brandon. And I'm William. And thank you for listening. And always let comics be the top of your discussion. Bye. Bye.